This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Martin, the Countex just gets bigger and bigger, doesn't it? It does, it does. And it's the biggest, I'd say biggest show in Europe, and I'm thinking maybe the biggest show in the world. What we know for sure is the one-stop shop for digital and in-person events. With the following it's built over the years, Accountex packed a punch that's with events that are dedicated to both the accounting and finance professionals. Yeah, and it's all CPD accredited as well. They've got a virtual summit coming up 10th, 11th of November, which is free to attend. And they've got some interesting topics coming up there, haven't they? Digital assets, social mobility, future of cloud accounting, commercializing opportunities from NTD, penalty reform, not your normal lineup. Yeah, and it's all ramping up to the big event they've got going on in London at the Excel Arena. It's the largest in Europe. And if you want your CPD points, if you want to find out what's happening, don't forget to book that in your diary for the 11th and 12th of May. And there's a website they can go to, Martin. Yeah, accountex.co.uk or indeed follow them on Twitter at at accountex. That's at accountex. It's our Saturday bonus. We're doing a series on pricing. It's a tricky subject for accountants. They're not confident positioning what they do, pricing what they do. And so we give them some advice here, very practical advice. And we're starting with a few episodes, Martin, on the challenges of pricing. You've scoured the accounting community. You talk to them all the time. You get it from their mouth, what aspects of pricing they struggle with. And we looked at things like justifying your value, getting the right intelligence to set up the right price, dealing with startup clients, what's on the agenda for today so this section differentiates itself uh, from the other episodes that you see in our series guys because it's for you guys by you guys it's for practitioners by practitioners this is not uh, brown's opinion or business opinion this is what has come back to us from practitioners specifically and this uh, this series called the price is right as rob says we're looking here first of all each week at one individual challenge so that you can hold your hand up and say, yep, that's me, I acknowledge it, that is that is a challenge we have, I accept that's a problem, and then we can start to fix it for you. Or you hold your hand up and you say, no, that's not me at all, we've got a fix for this. And then you'll realize that only you know what that fix is, and it will encourage you to document it and implement it throughout your firm to benefit everybody. In this week's, Rob, we have client pressure. And when we asked the major challenges uh, that practitioners felt they had in arriving at a price that was fair, profitable, um, exciting perhaps even, Um, They felt that the pressure from the client was one of the major roadblocks they had in that they felt there was an expectation that the fee was going to be low because it's a race to the bottom in the mind of the client because the client doesn't distinguish. So the, the feedback was that new clients often communicate their desire to want to work with your accounting firm, but all too often at a price that the client feels is correct, not what your firm feels is correct. And despite this pressure, firms understand that they must not accept an engagement at a lower price than they desire without a significant amount of benefits on the back end. Now, here's what I mean by this. So this report came about from feedback from practitioners who said, but you know that we, we quote and we, and we know we, we talk about what they're looking for and we go above and beyond where they're currently at and they're still expecting it for nothing. And we still get involved in, and get in, into haggling and into negotiation. And so the, the point was made that there is never a situation where a firm should say, okay, I will let you dictate the price, Mrs. or Mr. Client, unless you build in a huge amount of collateral to that. In other words, to say, I will only do it at that price if, and then there's an exchange of value there, such as you might ask them for referrals, you might ask them for testimonials or case studies. You might ask for something in return for that lower fee that they're wanting to pay. 
So if you're not prepared to do that, and if you're not prepared to ask for things in exchange or in lieu of a lower fee, then you've got to convey your own price and value much more clearly to the client and then justify it. Because by imposing our own conditions upon the relationship with the prospective client from an economic perspective and not being subject uh, to whatever the clients are willing to pay initially, this will alleviate the pressure on the pricing conversation. And newsflash guys, no, the world does not collapse if the client does not want to pay your price. And no, you will suddenly not lose all your other clients either. Then you won't go bust. A scarcity mentality, however, suggests that you might. That fear always resides in the back of the mind, doesn't it? So in this, Rob, the next challenge that we're outlining here for our listeners to either go, yeah, that's me, or no, that's not me, is to see how often that their price was dictated to them by what the client said they were willing to pay and how few times their price was set because they justified the value contained within it and convinced the clients to change their mind. Thinking here, Martin, how are accountants any different to two other noble professions, the law profession and the medical profession? When lawyers, solicitors come up with a fee for a project, an assignment, a piece of litigation, whatever it is, we don't haggle with that. Equally, one of my daughters underwent a private uh, medical operation recently with a, a top-notch surgeon who charged a premium price for it. But there was never a part in the discussion where we said, look, can you do us a deal on that? Because you don't want anything awry going on with that and any reason for that surgeon to give anything less than 100%. So why do we do it with accountants? Well, I think I think you've answered your own question, Rob, but just to outline it and the two you picked, in the legal profession, there are far fewer recurring fees. And lawyers live far more off one-off assignments than they do recurring engagements. Therefore, they haven't got time to be laissez-faire about the fees that they charge. They're not, you know, Because for accountants, it's recurring. It's coming in every year for the next 10 years on average. So we can be a little bit more relaxed because this is 10 years worth of income we know we've got. But some advisory or one-off consultancy projects, Martin, that applies. Hopefully the best of advisory is recurring. But in, in lawyers, there's a one-off. And who is going to challenge a lawyer when it is that the reason we want them is to carry out something that's vital to us? We need a survey on the house. We need their representation in court. We need them to uh, sue someone who hasn't paid us. We haven't got time to faff about haggling the price with them. The price is the price. We can go and shop in another legal firm by all means, but there is no room. You know, we're not scared of being sued by an accountant. <laughs> we are with a lawyer. So we need a lawyer for something that's usually time critical. And therefore, the price is the price. With medical, it's our health that's at stake, our well-being that's at stake. And of course, physical health affects mental health. So it's another urgency type assignment. And therefore, the price is the price. In accounting, we have to do it by law. We are required to file our records, to tell the government how much money we've made so that they can take their slice. And this gives us more of a negative bent. And we resent you having to do this for us. And in compliance only matters. That's why we have fee pressure because it's commoditized and people believe that it's all the same no matter where it comes from. So that's why they feel it as a pressure upon them. Firms feel it's a pressure upon them to be very, very keen on price because they know that the, the prospective client doesn't really uh, differentiate between one firm and another. Whereas in lawyer or medical terms, you've got something that needs attention quickly. So unless an accountant has got someone who's on the verge of bankruptcy or on the verge of, of, of buyout, and they need something quickly where they don't have time to haggle the price, for mundane, required by law, recurring work, it becomes very much a race to the bottom on price. Yeah, that makes sense. So to summarize this, Martin, if accounting practitioners listening are feeling that yes, 
to an extent, my prospects and my clients do put pressure on me to come up with certain price structures, certain deals, certain discounts. What should that practitioner do? At some point in that practitioner's history, there's been a price that they've been happy with. They've got a fee for a job that was very that was their most profitable one. Everybody's got a most profitable job somewhere. There comes a time when they charged a price that they never charged before, and they were able to justify it to the client. In these moments, they need to remind themselves of those scenarios to say, wait a minute, so-and-so over there pays me 10 grand, and they didn't have a problem with it. So-and-so over there pays me three grand for this, and they didn't have a problem with it. Whatever the figure happens to be, you've got to remember that you've done this before. You've been here before. There, there is a most profitable job already on your books. So someone agreed to be even more profitable for you than all your other clients, and you justified that to them, and they were prepared to pay the price. So you need to remind yourself of your prior victories when you feel the pressure on in a new pricing conversation. And for our international listeners, a grand is a thousand. So you translate that to your own currency. That's a very British thing. But it comes down to confidence, Martin. If you've done it once, you've got the confidence to do it again because you draw from that. The good feelings, the good vibes, the confidence that that gave you. And confidence comes from the Latin confidence with faith. It's that belief, isn't it? It it is. And practitioners who might be startups listening to this uh, episode would have the absolute right to say, well, yeah, but I've never done it before. I can't go back to previous stories because I don't have any previous stories. Well, the good news is, is neither did anybody else once upon a time. None of us started with a thousand clients. So all of us have had to get to that stage at some point, And we all had to convince someone for the first time. So that's where you don't rely on your stories anymore. You simply believe in your own ability. And if you don't believe in your own ability, what on earth are you doing in practice in the first place? Yep. And the first step to solving a problem is identifying you've got it. So if you're listening and this resonates with you, then put your hand up and say, yes, this is an issue for me and I'm going to do something about it. Uh, If you already are nailing this and you're not feeling pressure from clients, then your job is to document this and share this with your colleagues to make sure this becomes a standard operating procedure or the confidence you've got from this goes to other people in the firm so they don't have client pressures on pricing. Right, Martin? Absolutely right. And it all starts with you guys because once you've done it, you can straight away communicate to your team how you did it and get them to have the confidence to do it for themselves. Great. Well, thanks for tuning in. We don't know where this series goes because we've got a new format for the show coming up in the next few weeks, but we will be getting you great continued professional education development through sessions like this, where we upgrade you with the soft skills and commercial acumen you need to do your job better and accelerate your career. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett.